Welcome to this week's edition of CJ Sports Break, a podcast dedicated to Central South Dakota sports, hosted by our very own sports guy, Austin Nicholson. And now, here's Austin. Welcome to another episode of CJ Sports Break, brought to you by the Gentleman's Barbershop. I'm your host, Austin Nicholson. Today, I have with me OI Capitals head coach, Steve Steele, uh, player Jonathan Lyons, and Ashton Grease as well. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, been good so far. I know it's been a little while since hockey season ended. Um, so, um, just any, just what have you all been up to during this time off uh, since the season ended? Yeah, for me, it's been, I haven't had to coach anything, so I actually get to go home after school and uh, hang out with family and do some fun stuff uh, with them. So you know, it's been a, a little bit of a deceleration getting used to that, but uh, it's been fun. Yeah, it's definitely a big change for me. Um, usually, right after the season ends, I'm already back on the ice preparing for the next year it's just kind of what I do but it's it's definitely new for me not always being at the rink and doing having something to do every night I've been right back into baseball season so I'm keeping busy busy pretty easily so yeah and uh, uh you all have already got the season underway so I'm sure you've already you know in that baseball mode now yep yeah yep. um so just uh first thing I just wanted to just kind of recap the season a little bit I mean you guys had a really good season this year um, you know 24-0-1 overall record third place at the uh, SDAHA Boys Varsity State Tournament for the first time since 2016 um, finished third in league standings as well um, coach how would you uh, I know we've talked about this a couple times but again how would you kind of sum up the season because you mentioned that it was um, you know a really good season for you all earlier yeah I think there was a lot of really good moments um, you know I think there's a lot of moments in this season that don't happen every season um, you know, I think you could ask these guys, too. I mean, how many times they've beaten Brookings, and, and most of them would not – they wouldn't have a whole lot to, to talk about. And beating Rapid once, more or less twice, um, you know, in the same season, it, it, those are both some things that are, are very memorable, I, I think, from this season. Um, and, and, you know, this just goes along with that idea that, you know, <laughs> Sioux Falls has – and uh, 20 times our population or 15 times our population and uh, Brookings has the history and Rapids got a big population so those are kind of those three teams that uh, you know you always look forward to playing and in your season whether or not you like it is kind of measured by your performance against them so uh, to be able to, to win some of the games in those categories was, was very memorable and uh, a 21 season is another thing that doesn't come every year and uh, being able to get to that number was pretty cool. And Jonathan, I talked to you about the season a few weeks ago. So, Ash, I want to ask you first, uh, you know, with it being your senior season, and you kind of finished, you know, in a really good way for you and the rest of the seniors. How would you sum up how it went? Yeah, finishing third, I think, really meant a lot to all of us because we've been a part of the varsity team for a few years, and always going out with a loss, it just is a horrible feeling to have. So I think going out with a win, really, it really helped, honestly, just with knowing that, like our careers of hockey are over, but hey, we ended high. We beat Rapid. Um, so yeah, it was just really cool to finally be able to bring home a trophy even. is is just a, a lot better experience than past years. And yeah. Jonathan, what, what was it like, you know, for, for you, you know, be able to finish that kind of way um, as part of that senior group? I think it really similar to Ash, and I think it's going to the third place game like we have for the past three years and then just never been able to come home with hardware is just something that always stuck with us and something to improve on for the next year and being able to actually accomplish that goal this year on my last year playing hockey was something special and something I'm always going to remember so 
And like Coach uh, kind of mentioned earlier, uh, you all were competitive against, you know, really good teams this year, the top-tier uh, programs in the state. Uh, I mean, for example, you all beat Brookings to start the season 4-3. to three. And then uh, you were very competitive against Sioux Falls 1-2, uh, lost 4-3 to three in overtime at home, and then, uh, you know, lost just one nothing on the road. Um, so, Ashton, can you just talk a little bit about that and just how you all were? It seemed like from the get-go you all were just, you know, primed for a really big season, but you all kind of had that proof in the pudding, you know, week after week. Yeah, I think I think we all came in just like I think we had a a young team our last year, so this year we had a little more depth to us. So I think a lot of us knew that we could handle some of these teams. Our mindset changed this year a little bit to like, hey, let's try to compete with these teams to hey, let's go beat this team because we know we can. And I think I think a lot of that mindset and that mentality helped us out a lot. And Jonathan, I was talking with Andre Carboneau. He's telling me that you all as seniors have played together for a long time. Uh, can you kind of just describe how long you've all been playing and what's that chemistry been like over the years for you all? Yeah, I've been playing with these group of seniors for, I mean, as long as I can remember. I mean, the first time I ever put on skates and open skate was with Ashton here. And so that's when I was probably three or four years old. And so I've been playing with these guys for a while and it's always been able to establish a good relationship with them. And this year was special, just being able to have one goal in mind with all of us. And it always just, we never really were able to beat Brookings or beat Rapid at a consistent level and throughout my entire hockey career. And so being able to beat both those teams this year and being able to go home with third place in state just shows how just tough-minded this group of seniors was and how we were able to get stuff done. And Coach, not only did you have an impressive group of seniors this year, but you also have a really impressive group of uh, underclassmen as well. Um, what impressed you most about the, the team this year? Yeah, I think kind of Ashton alluded to it. You know, I think it was our depth. Um, you know, I think that we had a lot of guys um, chipping in in different ways. You know, we had quite a bit of scoring uh, balance, you know, throughout, throughout the whole team. You know, and I think traditionally it's kind of been a couple guys at the top score everything and then everyone else just kind of falls in. But, uh, you know, our second line had a lot of good scoring on it. And, uh, you know, we had some good good contributions from, from the third line and, and from the defense. And all that stuff was very important for us. Um, but, you know, I think... I think that overall um, just the depth of this team was, was where it really changed you know where I think we really were able to take that next step and uh, correct me if I'm wrong but I believe this is uh, Colin Lee's first year starting mm-hmm. year at goalie um, yeah. for you guys and he was very well very, did very well you know second team all-state Ashton what was how do you think he did his you know only year starting and uh, he was kind of a consistent guy for you back back there yeah for sure um you know, I think he's he's definitely been waiting for this for a long time because he's always been. And last year we had two really good goalies that we switched out between. So, um, I think he was just so he was just practicing every summer, just waiting and waiting and waiting till he finally got that starting spot. So he definitely took full advantage that he's finally there. And yeah, he played out of his mind all year. Very consistent goalie. We were really happy with how he stepped up as his first year. And John, Johnson, was there anything else that stuck out to you? Uh, I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but is there anything else that stuck out to you in terms of you know the makeup of this team this year and just how you all uh, performed this year? You know, I think our team was just really well-rounded as a group. We always, we never really thought that we had a spot that we were lacking in or that we were going into a game against somebody that we didn't think we could win or that it was going to be harder to win against this team. Like, we always came with the mindset that we could beat a team, and if we play as one, we'll get the job done, and it really showed in a couple games. And so I think just how our team was able to overcome some adversity with some injuries this year that happened or just some bad starts to a game just shows how great our team ended up doing this year and how great we can be in the future. 
And Ashton, you had uh, for yourself an impressive career for Oahe Hockey Association. Um, you finished second in program history in assists with 136, and then eighth in goals with 79. So, can you just what does that mean for you personally to be able to get get on those type of career leaderboards that you know not many players uh, are able to get get to? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it means a lot to me being able to kind of look at the the stats a little bit and say, wow, like those are all guys I looked up to, and now I'm right there right there up with them so I mean it's definitely something I've worked out my whole life so it's definitely a very rewarding feeling knowing that I am up there with some of the people that I looked up to. And coach, can you talk a little bit more about just the impact Ashton has had on this program? Because we've talked about it before, but just he's been just a very, uh, it seems like an, a steady and a, an impressive player for you over the years. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, when we, when we moved to town here, we, we actually coached Bantams. Uh, this was the first group of guys that uh, our coaching staff coached in, in down in Bantams, and uh, we were very different <laughs> that year than, than we were this year. Uh, but, you know, you, Ashton back then was kind of a similar kid as he is now. He was a very talented kid that uh, really liked to play offense back then, didn't overly enjoy playing as much on the other side of the ice, but he eventually got there. And uh, I think that's that's where that leadership came from is, you know, when he really embraced being a, a full 200-foot player and, and being able to, to do everything leading up to the goal and including the goal that's that's where I think you really saw the leadership come from him and uh, where a lot of the players really truly respected him for what he was and um, you know there's, there's not a lot of two-year captains um, really at any high school program so uh, being able to do that at a young age is, is what I think uh, really really drove it home for the team. And Jonathan uh, as you know he scored a lot of goals but he uh, obviously you know he's dished a lot of assists as well on the ice so what was it like you know playing you know with him and just what does that say about him just that he's willing to dish it to his teammates so much you know being playing with Ashton for this many years it's everybody can see how talented and how much he just really improves the game when he's on the ice and it's always been no matter what part of the game is Ashton's going to have a factor in it it's either whether he doesn't score a goal that game he's going to be there defensively or he's going to have some assists like it's always just how he's been and even from a young age he's always just put up he's racked up points just every game it's been crazy and this year was no different and it's really throughout the years he's been just a consistent guy but it hasn't been like an average consistency it's been a top tier consistency where it's been really awesome to watch and be a part of and coach, when you look at these two here, Jonathan Ashton, rest of the seniors, and then the underclassmen that pitched him for this year's team, uh, what are you going to re- remember most about uh, this year's squad, 2022, 2023, uh, Oahe Capitals? You know, I think it was that this team, you know, they, they really persevered through a lot. Uh, you know, I think we we had a lot more challenges this year than we've had in the past, uh, just with injuries and, and teams doing different things to us and having to adjust on the fly. Um, and, you know, Colin, Colin works so hard to, to be our goalie and, and, and was banged up the entire season you know so um, just the amount of different things that uh, ultimately had to be planned and replanned and then ultimately executed uh, you know very very proud of the perseverance of this team and um, you know I think that this tying the game at home against Sioux Falls one was it's kind of the moment that really sticks out in that sense where you know no one had scored two goals on them on the season to that point and um, it was three to one and we ended up getting two goals with an empty net in a minute and a half and you know, it's something we practice on Thursdays and um, guys understood every single assignment that was going on uh, and they executed it to the best of their ability. And it's, it's a very hard thing to do, but uh, the guys never wavered and, and found a way to do it. 
Nashville. Uh, you know, Coach just mentioned kind of like the highlight of your season. Can you just talk a little bit about that? I think I interviewed you after that game, but just keep like walking through reliving that moment. Just walk me through what what that was like for you. Yeah, that was one of the best moments of my life. That that's something you dream about. And like obviously, it wasn't at the state tournament. It wasn't the win a state championship, but just being able to being able to score that game tying goal against a huge rival in a a game that could really affect your season in the long run where you're going for seeding and you get to do it at home in front of all your friends and family you know we had a pretty good crowd there that night so um gosh i i I forget a lot about the actual moment but i've watched the video of it multiple times and just how the crowd reacts it just it gives me chills every time and it's something i'll never forget for sure and unfortunately, I was sick that sick that day, so I wasn't able to watch in person. But John Winkler for KCR had a great call on it. Uh, John, Jonathan, what was what was that like for you? Uh, you know, just going through that moment and just seeing the crowd react and just knowing that you guys, uh, you know, suddenly had a, had a chance to you know get that win there. It was it's unreal. I mean, when we put up the second goal to get within one, it would obviously give us some life, and we're just like, okay, we'll keep trying to put pressure in there. But as the clock just ticks down, you're like, okay, we gave it a shot. Oh well, like put in a good effort, and then was it one point four seconds? You put that in. It was something like that. He puts it in, and you the it's ridiculous. I mean, you just look around, and you're sitting there, and you're just like, holy crap, that just happened, and you're sitting there looking around the stadium everyone's going nuts and i can't even tell you how many times i rewatched it on youtube and you can't even hear anything else after that goal scored because of how the fans reacted it was something i'm never going to forget and it's a sound that's just it's top tier i mean there's nothing better than that it was amazing well, and it's usually the one that's usually happening to us so it's really nice to <laughs> finally turn it around in us because it's uh, Sioux Falls is notorious for their comebacks on us. Every year it seems like they'll get some kind of comeback on us. So it was really cool being able to come from behind as a group. Like, we really had to pull together. We came from behind on that. And I think that really – we gained a lot of respect from that team after that game, for sure. And, Ash, I'm sure that moment's going to be up there for you. But what are you going to remember most about playing for, for the Hawaii Hockey Association over the years? I'd say just the, the bonds – um, all these guys are their family to me. The coaching staff, I've would have never guessed I would have had this great of a coaching staff. I'm I can say I'm like really good friends with every coach I had. And I hear a lot of complaining throughout the state, like, yeah, whatever, I don't really like my coach. I love all my coaches and that makes every practice enjoyable. And so every day you go to practice you're just like you're happy to be there. You're not dreading it ever. It's it's just a really good place and Almost all my friends are from hockey, so it's really just created a family for me. And coach, hearing him say that, what does that? How does that, how does that make you feel? Knowing that you know he appreciate he appreciates you, his coaches so much and has a lot of love for for you and the coaching staff. That's good. Um, <laughs> it's always funny to to hear it now. Uh, you know the perspective changes so much, and that's you know a big message that we, we preach to the seniors uh, throughout the whole season. Is um, you know this is this is kind of that last ride, and uh, you know you're when it's done, it's amazing that you know that last game's gonna come up on you and you're going to feel like everything is status quo and then that game's going to be over and it's like you age 
years in that span of three hours because before that game you're a hockey player and after that game you're an old washed up husband as a we always <laughs> exactly joke, how as we always joke um, you know and I think that when you do have that moment uh, and you make that that transition from you know an active player to a, to an alumni then I think your mindset changes and um, you know that's just uh, you know everything he said I, I think all the coaches would feel the same way I mean it was enjoyable to go to practice you know and in some parts you know you, you get through the the long work day and, and you're really excited to go and, and to be with the guys and uh, you know that's one of the, the best things about coaching is the, the relationships you build with all the players and, and with the ones that they obviously build with each other and, and hopefully last a lifetime and uh, you know so it's, it's been a lot of fun uh, this group's been especially a lot of fun and a special group having coached them for six years now um, so I mean that's that was a really special thing and uh, really cool to hear Ashton say. And Jonathan what about you what are you going to remember most about playing for OHA? I mean, I think it's about the same as Ash. I mean, it's always been being able to show up to practice and knowing that I like everybody that I'm around. Like, my coaching staff was awesome. I mean, being able to joke with a coach every day and just being able to have a relationship with him on the ice or off the ice is just – like, when I see him around town, I always say hi. Like, I'm not – nervous so there's my coach I don't like him very much I'm just gonna keep walking like no I'm gonna stop and have a conversation with them because that's how much they mean to me like it's I do that with anybody on my hockey team from now on like it's I'm gonna miss a lot of the guys I'm playing with and it's just a really cool experience to be able to put on that jersey for all these guys in all these years and to kind of look ahead for your post Oahe careers, uh, Jonathan, I know you signed with Dakota Wesleyan University yep. uh, Baseball. Is there any chance you'll play hockey for them at the next level or just hockey in general? Um, it's just going to be baseball for them. They don't have a hockey team or anything, but I think I'm, unless I go come play back in some alumni tournaments or anything, it's probably about the last time I'll play hockey, which sucks, but it's a big part of my life that I'm not going to forget. And it's. A really cool experience I think everybody should take part in. And just curious, does playing hockey uh, help you with baseball and vice versa? Um, they're both, they're pretty different, but they, a lot of the mental games the same because there's teams in baseball too that just like Brookings and Rapid that are Sioux Falls, you're just like, all oh, these teams are better than us. And people always say that we're just going to get steamrolled by them, but we always come out to the games and really show what we're capable of. And I think that was really put in my mind from hockey is about all how like you're never out of the guy like never out of the game you're always you always have a chance and Ashton are you, are you thinking about playing at the next level hockey wise or no I'm gonna attend Augustana and just just go for the schooling but I'll definitely do a men's league in Sioux Falls and I'll be coming back to Pierre every chance I can get playing with Steel hopefully so and uh, coach uh, I want to shift gears to a little bit about uh, next year's team um, just uh, we mentioned that you know obviously you all have you know one of the big things is you all have a new goalie next year um, so can you just talk a little bit more about that and just how you, uh, what are you looking forward to most about that position next year you know I just think that the, the fun thing about in general high school sports is that every year is a new challenge you know I mean, it's, there's going to be, no matter how good you are one year and how, how many players are back, it's still going to be a new challenge. It's going to be a new group of seniors that are, are leading things a little bit different, you know, and, and that's kind of a fun part of, 
of coaching again is seeing every group kind of take charge and, and lead just a little bit differently. And, uh, you know, next year's group will be no different to that to that uh, point. But um, the goalie position is a tough one just in the sense that it's, you know, a goalie can very easily win you a game and a goalie can very easily lose you a game. So, uh, you know, we've got a group of four guys that will be up on JV and varsity next year that will all be competing and, and working all summer and all spring and, and all fall uh, to get ready for, for a shot to to run the show back there and um, you know I think we talked before you know whether it's uh, one of them or two of them or three of them um, you know that's that's our job to, to figure out which combination is ultimately going to give us the best opportunity to, to win hockey games and you know that's that's going to be part of the fun. And Ashton you played with some uh, players this year that will be playing for next year's team you know Jaron Bag, Barrett Schweitzer and you know many others as well um, what are your thoughts about next year's team how do you think they'll look? They're going to look really good again they've I mean, there's only five of us leaving, and there, there's a lot of juniors. That's a big class, so they should have good leadership because with that big class, um, I think their main thing is they're just going to really need to come together. Uh, if they can come together and really work together, I think they're going to have a great season. Um, defensively and offensively, we're looking really good, so I think, I think it's a bright future. And Jonathan, did you all as seniors, did you all give them any advice uh, during the season or just – over the years at all just, just kind of curious if that if that happened at all um our big thing that we tried preaching this year was to everybody as a team be positive and have like a brotherhood almost so we just no one make sure you treat your kids on the team like family because they for six months out of the year they are you see them every day you're always with them you're going on road trips with them and the more you build those relationships, the better your team's going to be. And I think if those, those class next year can really do that successfully, I think this team's going to be really successful next year and be a team to look out for. And the last point I'd like to bring up, Coach, about next year's team is just uh, you, you talked a little bit about that but the, at the end of our interview a couple weeks ago talking about it. But just, um, again, how do you think they will, they can build off of this season's momentum and carrying it into next year? You mentioned, you know, making sure they work during the offseason and stuff like that. But what else do you think will take to, you know, build that uh, momentum? Yeah, I think the mindset is the most important part. Um, you know, and I think Ashton and Johnny both talked about it a little bit. Um, but just going, taking that step from, you know, I, I know we can compete with these guys to I know we can beat these guys. Um, and, and going beyond that and, and trying to make some of those things expectations. Um, you know, that's, that's really a huge part. Of, of sports of life of of everything is you know you you kind of whatever expectation you set in your mind as your goal or what you're comfortable with uh you're going to do whatever you can to, to do that and accomplish that goal and if our goal in the past was to compete with teams that we did a good job of that but we, we weren't able to beat them and uh, i think you start to saw that or start to see that flip this year where our expectation turned uh, you know we can beat these teams and, and you know we started beating a couple of them so um it's, it's not a one-year process that, that's going to change and, and and have to continue to develop, but I think that's where it's going to start and end with next year's team. And Ashton, there's something that you said earlier that I want to bring up again. Just when you talked about playing against Sioux Falls, and you said it was they they kind of have more respect for you guys uh, maybe after that game. Um, do you think now that there's in terms of the perception of Hawaii hockey, uh, do you think you all are becoming one of those top tier programs, or where do you see Hawaii hockey now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've been on the on the right side of the bracket and in the the playoffs every year of my all my high school years so I mean we've always been that top four team so we definitely have the respect um I mean we're we're not bringing home titles but I do think we're respected and a lot of that has changed when Steele took over as coach like he has not been on a losing side of a bracket yet and 
that's something he preaches to us all year is how important that first game is and that we just have to make it to that side of the bracket if we want a chance and then we move on from there. And Jonathan, do you, do you see uh, Coach Steele and Wahi uh, bringing home a, a t- state title soon? I, I do. I really do. I think that um, whether it's next year or the years after, that Steelers just got the team going in the right direction. It was, I mean, right, we were right there on the brink of it the last couple of years, and I think if they just keep this up and how it's going so far, I think it's really going to be – I wouldn't be surprised if they bring home multiple, honestly, and it's going to be fun to watch. And so uh, now we'll go into the segment. It's called Austin's Hot Seat. It's not like you think, Coach. It's not like a hot seat for coaches or anything like that. So it's just kind of like uh, questions to kind of get you get, get to know you guys better. Um, so, uh, Coach, uh, I want to start with you. Uh, I did, you know, kind of a profile story on you, you know, a, little, a few months ago. But uh, just, just uh, how did you get started in hockey for those that uh, didn't read that? Yeah, I learned to skate when I was three, um, and they gave me two left skates, and that's how I ended up becoming left-handed. Um, we have, you know, when you get the straight blade, if you got two left skates, you're leaning that way, so it was easier to shoot that way. Um, but yeah, no, I, I played from when I was four all the way through high school, and then uh, played football in college, and ended up taking eight years away from hockey, and then and then getting back into it when we moved to Pierre. Uh, and that was something we were really excited about uh, when we moved here was you know being able to get back into hockey and and being able to do that because. Because that's you know you spend 16 years or seven or 15 years doing something and uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to get away from and you know I think uh, I still follow the Red Wings a lot which is not awesome right now. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's, it's still just a lot of fun being able to, there's not anything like playoff hockey in the NHL. It's, it's the most exciting thing to watch, you know, at least to me. Um, and, and I think that's uh, always just had such a big role in my life growing up that, uh, you know, I was excited to be able to come back and get into it. And Ashton, how about you? How did you get started in hockey? Um, well, I was also three years old when I put on my first skates. Um, my brothers joined. I'm not, I don't even know how my brothers got into it, I guess, but... Yeah, I just started when I was really young, did learn to skate, and uh, my brothers continued to play, so I just, I always looked up to them, went to all their games, and I guess they just kind of made us a hockey family at that point, and yeah, it was just, we were everywhere around the state, and I knew that one day I wanted to be in their shoes on that varsity dice, and yeah. And what about you, Jonathan? I was the same way as him. We, his older brother is a year older than my brother, and then he has another brother that's a year younger than my brother. And so, wherever they were at in hockey, we were always going with them. And I threw it up on my skates, and that's just I like I love the game right away. And then I just developed a really big like sense of I want to play this game throughout my whole high school, just following along hockey and seeing how much fun it would be. And I think it's obviously paid off. And coach, this can be for any sport, but who was your inspiration growing up? Uh, you know, you know, coaching side of things and player side of things as well. Yeah, I, I loved Steve Eiserman growing up. I mean, I, you know, being a Red Wings fan, that was it was always a lot of fun watching them. That was one of the only things I was allowed to stay up past my bedtime to watch was hockey games. Um, and, and, you know, it's, that'll be one of the, my favorite moments ever is or for, forever is seeing Steve Eiserman win the Stanley Cup in 1997. Um, just such a cool moment. And, uh, you know, kind of the culmination of uh, – everything being on his shoulders as the captain and being the top draft pick for them, uh, you know, way back when I was born and then, you know, being able to get it done was, was a really cool deal. Um, you know, so I'd say him and, um, coaching wise, you know, Scotty Bowman was always a fun coach to watch. You know, he was, he was always an older guy. Um, but you know, he was, 
Obviously, he's really old now, but I mean, when he was coaching, he was an older guy. Um, you know, when he got fired up, then, um, you know, it was kind of, you knew it was bad because he was a pretty even keel guy for the most time, or for the most part, and, and so was Iserman. And, uh, you know, I think that's kind of where I've tried to model myself on the bench. I don't always remain as calm as I'd like, but um, that's where I definitely try and keep it. And Ashton, you play, uh, you know, soccer as well. You played this past season. Um, is, was there someone you looked up to in sports growing up? Um, I would say Alexander Ovechkin would probably be mine. Um, just watching him win the Stanley Cup a few years ago. I mean, he waited a long time for that as well. Um, obviously, he's one of the best to do it in hockey, so definitely looked up to him. What about you, Jonathan? Um, mine's more of a baseball player. Mine is Joe Maurer. He, um, I was, my family grew up as Twins fans, and so... I've always just watched him, and I actually grew up to be a catcher before I switched over to third. And just seeing Joe Maurer about how good of a person he was on the field and then off the field too, as long as or as with how good of a player he was on the field, was just special to see how you can be both and how big of a change you can have in the world. And so I always admired him and wanted to be just like him. I don't know about you, but I think when he played, he was one of those players that a lot of people like forgot about or just didn't you know realize how good he actually yeah. was. Maybe it's because his teams that he was on with the Twins, but uh, I mean, I just felt like he was one of those underappreciated, really good players. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's a lot better than people ever gave him credit for. That's for sure. And coach, uh, uh, I think it's kind of obvious. So I don't need to ask your favorite team because Red Wings. I'm assuming. Um, so f- favorite player besides besides uh, who you mentioned, or yeah, I mean there's there's been a lot of them. You know, I think Pavel Datsuk was another one that was really fun to watch. Uh, but you know, I'd say that the one that I really enjoyed growing up a lot was Thomas Holmstrom. Uh, he was a guy. Everything was ugly that he did, but he he scored a ton of goals. Just you know, masterminding the front of the net. Um, and you know that was kind of someone I always tried to to model my game after when I was still playing. And, um, but, you know, he, he was a lot of fun to watch back then. And, uh, you know, that, that position kind of doesn't exist a whole bunch anymore as the game's kind of gotten faster and they keep changing rules to be less physical and more skill. And, uh, you know, that he was kind of one of the last of the power forwards in the game. And Ashton, what about you? Who's your favorite team and favorite player? My favorite team's the Blackhawks. Um, I don't really have a favorite player. It'd probably be Alexander Ovechkin just because I looked up to him. Um yeah, Blackhawks have been struggling these last few years, but back when I was younger, they were kind of a powerhouse, so that definitely got me intrigued with them. Jonathan, what about you? Who's your team and favorite player? I'm a Washington Capitals fan, and so all my favorite players, Ovechkin too, and he's always been fun to watch. And him and Nicholas Backstrom, they used to always be just a good duo now, and so it's been fun to watch them. And coach, you mentioned the NHL playoffs. You know, that's uh, has that started, or is that yeah, about to start? It started. Okay, so, started. Um, so who, who do you have winning it all? Uh, I just it's hard for me to pick against the Bruins. Uh, they they've just had such an incredible season. Uh, you know, most points, most wins ever in history. Um, the Red Wings traded Bertuzzi there, so that's kind of the the one pull I can cheer for a Red Wing, even though they're technically not Red Wing anymore. Um, so I just I can't pick against them. Sorry, the phone's going off. Uh, do you have an underdog in the in the playoffs at all? Someone that a team that maybe could surprise people? So I was telling these guys uh, in class today, but yeah, I picked Seattle to beat to beat Colorado, the defending cup champs in the first round. Uh, I only picked them to beat them, not to go any farther than that. Uh, but I, I think that would be a very big upset if it happened. And uh, I've a team that I've heard. I think it's the the Maple Leafs. Sorry, I'm not a hockey person. Uh, Toronto. Uh, they're playing. At, who are they playing again? The they're playing time? Tampa Bay, and it will be great to see them continue to lose.
lose. Because <laughs> that'll probably happen. Because uh, that, that was a team that I heard that could possibly make an upset against him. I'm not sure how you feel about that, Ashton, but... Uh, they just have horrible luck in the playoffs. They haven't made it past the first round in so long. Because so the Cubs many years. are hockey. Oh, okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Um, so who do you have winning at all, Ashton? Yeah, I'm, I'm with the Bruins as well. I mean, when you break records for most most uh, wins in a season it's hard to bet against them and do you have a team that could surprise people possibly make an upset um i was thinking the new york rangers they have a lot of depth on their team so they're they're not rated the highest but i definitely think that they can make it there well, that's one team i don't want to see <laughs> i'm not, not a fan of new york teams at all what, what about you jonathan i'm in the same boy the bruins are going to do it i don't see how they can put up that many points and break that many records and not win the cup but i think an underdog would probably be i'd probably go with tampa i think tampa tampa's good in the playoffs i think if they can get past toronto and then just keep going i think they'll be something to look out for and who do you all think could meet boston in, in the stanley cup uh, I've got Dallas getting there. Uh, I know there's a lot of people. They play Minnesota right now, so there's not a lot of people here that would enjoy that. But that's that's who I would pick to get there. I have the Avalanche getting there. They have had another great season, and they're defending champions. So I think they can make it back. I think the Avalanche or the Vegas Golden Knights would be another one. Well, uh, thank you all so much for the time, and congrats on everything you, you guys accomplished this season. Coach, congrats on everything you accomplished this season as well. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And that was myself, uh, Hawaii Capitals head coach Steve Steele, uh, Hawaii Capitals player Ashton Grease, and Jonathan Lyons. I want to thank them for stopping by to talk some Caps hockey, and I want to thank you for listening in. You can find this episode and all others on our website at capjournal.com. That's C-A-P-journal.com. You can also find them on Apple and Google Podcasts. If you use those platforms, make sure to give us a follow and a five-star review. That is it for this episode of CJ Sports Break, brought to you by Lebanon's Barbershop. I'm your host, Austin Nicholson, and we'll see you next time.